When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, the protocol for the 37th America's Cup to be held in 2024, well, we don't quite know yet, was released yesterday, and there's no one better to talk us through it than Team New Zealand's Head of Design, Dan Bernasconi, a veteran now of five America's Cup campaigns. Uh, Dan, thank you very much for your time this morning. Hi, good morning. No worries at all. Pleasure to be here. Okay, right. Let's look at uh, some of these uh, conditions that have been uh, announced yesterday, sticking with the AC-75 model boat. uh, But how will it be different? Yeah, we've we've worked pretty hard to improve the performance of the boat right across the wind speed range, but particularly in the light air. So we've made the boat um, about a ton lighter um, through a number of, of measures. Um, we've reduced the crew from 11 down to 8. Uh, the foil wings are going to be a longer span, um, so a little bit easier to get up on the foils in the light. Um, and, yeah, just a, a whole number of changes right across, across the class rule that's going to make the boat a little bit better. From your point of view, from a designer, from a builder's point of view, etc., uh, there are restrictions as well on, on modifications and, and on the foils, etc., as well. So can you talk us, talk us through that in terms of how you're able to go about things? Yeah, we, we're trying to make it, it easier uh, and cheaper to be able to compete in the Cup. And so we've put pretty tight restrictions on the number of components you can build. So you can only build one new boat this time. Um, last time each team built two new boats. And then there's limits on the number of falls you can build and other expensive components. So um, you're not going to be able to develop several iterations of foils before you get to racing. You basically just have to build your new boat and your race set of foils. Everything else you'll be developing in simulation um, and, and modelling that on, on um, sort of a computer simulation. So it, it's really just aimed at cutting the cost down. Um, we've got a good starting point. We're confident from where we were last time. So we, we think we'll be in a good position. So who monitors that? that kind of development? Who, who makes sure that everyone's falling into line with that when, when all the teams come together? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, we, we have a sort of event authority and there are guys called measurers or a measurement committee and there's really close scrutiny of, of everything we're doing, just like there is in Formula One with the scrutineers. Um, and we'll also have uh, recon teams, so the, the people following us every time we launch, um, and uh, every time we launch the boat, every day there'll be um, a team on the forecourt watching us what we launch, checking um, for details of things we've changed. So there's yeah, really, really close scrutiny of, of what we're doing to ensure that every team is following those rules. 
Dan, you, you mentioned the word, so it's cheaper. Uh, how much cheaper? Any idea? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, the boats are obviously a pretty expensive um, machine to construct. Um, huge amount of labour goes into those boats. So, yeah, it is a, it is a massive saving, um, and it re- reducing the, the number of boats that you can build from two to one. And, I mean, of course, everyone could have built just one boat last time, but to be competitive, you, you would have had to have sort of matched your, the other teams you're competing against. So, yeah, it will be a, a significant saving going from two to one and reducing all the other components too. So that means that also, I suppose, you can't race within your own syndicate and to find out about how well you're comparing, uh, uh, comparing y- yourself to um, your other boat in terms of your modifications. So what will that mean in terms of uh, pre-regatta, pre-American, uh, pre-America's Cup regatta and competition within groups? Yeah, well, the, the flip side of restricting the, the number of um, AC-75s you can build to one is that we've introduced this really exciting new class, the AC-40, which is just a sort of mini AC-75. It's crewed by four people. It's a, a smaller boat and so much, much cheaper to build. Um, we'll be um, developing two of those within our team, and so that will allow us to go out and race against ourselves and get a lot of race practice. And then the preliminary regattas that you mentioned will also be sailed in the AC-40 class. Um, so this is a class which is exactly the same boat delivered um, to all teams, but then they can then make developments and try out new designs on those boats. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a smaller scale, um, but just a, just as cool a boat, and it's, we're really looking forward to getting sailing in that. Dan, you mentioned also that um, probably better uh, equipped and lighter airs. Does that give us a clue as to where you're expecting it might well be actually competed for this time around? No, I mean, I think the, there's been a few venues that have, have um, sort of announced themselves that they're uh, putting bids forward for the cup. Um, we're still in negotiations with, with a few cities. Um, the the lighter air, I think, you know, is applicable wherever you go. There's, there's almost nowhere in the world that has guaranteed um, wind speed constant all day every day so whatever venue it is we've got to be able to be competitive in the light and in the strong wind let's uh, from from the people's point of view looking on who don't know a heck of a lot uh, about the america's cup but we're watching on and learning on a day-by-day basis we all sort of watch uh the crew an 11-man crew with their various jobs uh, on the boat because the camera work is so damn good you can get up close and personal so how will mm. going from 11 down to eight how will that look differently from our point of view? Um, well, I think one thing that might be really obvious is that this time um, we're allowing cyclists to come back. So there was a rule last time that said all of the human power had to be supplied by grinding, so that's using your hands. Um, where We've managed to, to take that rule out of the um, the regulations so now you're allowed to pedal instead of using your hands just as we did in bermuda so that will be a really obvious change um it's likely that teams will have four um cyclos and then four guys who are controlling the boats that's steering trimming the sails um controlling the the height of the boat by changing the the foil flaps and so on so yeah a little bit more compact smaller cockpits and um cyclos are back 
It's exciting. Uh, it is exciting, which I guess too uh, means uh, it brings two or three uh, other sailing, uh, other people, other types of sailors coming in, you know, uh, former cyclists, people with strong leg drive, etc., all of a sudden come back into the frame. Yeah, exactly. It does change the makeup of the crew a bit. Um, some of our sailors actually made the transition from, from being cyclists to, to grinders, um, and hopefully they can make the transition back again. Um, but yeah, it's obviously a, a significant change for guys that have sort of spent the last three years developing their upper body strength um, and sort of putting on weight there to, to transition back into cycling mode. One of the other interesting um, conditions or protocol, part of the protocol is all teams must build and operate two hydrogen-powered foiling chase boats for the campaign. Tell us a wee bit about them. That's right. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, although the, the yachts themselves are obviously, you know, super green, powered by, powered by wind, um, we, we do have quite a carbon footprint from the, the chase boats that follow the yachts, um, which you know, uh, up until now have been just typical petrol outboard chase boats. So um, what, what we want to do is, is to really encourage the development of clean energy in that sector. So we're putting a requirement in that each team's chase boats need to be hydrogen powered or two of their chase boats need to be hydrogen powered. This is something that we've been developing. It, it's really new. Um, there aren't any commercial foiling hydrogen pad boats out there so we're learning a lot as we go but it's a really exciting area of technology and you know it's, it's what we see as the future america's cup is always uh, given from the outside looking in anyway a, a real um air of secrecy uh, an air of real competitiveness that um it doesn't quite come to blows but we know it's it's very competitive and uh, you know everyone's trying to outdo each other on and off the water and all of a sudden we see that you're going to have to share recon and starting software. That almost seems to go against the grain looking in. Yeah, um, I mean, we've, we've always had recon. It's been a strong element of the America's Cup. So every time we've been on, out on the water, um, there's been teams, uh, recon teams from our competitors following us, watching everything we do. So what, what we're doing this time, again, it's a cost-saving measure, but also a real step forward for, for the media side. Um, we're centralising that so that we've got a, a sort of official recon team following each team, and they'll report back in every day, give all that information to our competitors, um, but also give it to the media. So we'll we'll be able to supply to our, our, our fans and our loyal followers and all, all the sort of um, techie nerds who are really excited about technology in the Cup. There'll suddenly be a whole lot more information um, for them to follow on what's going on. Statistics on how many days sailing we've had, how many hours each day, what breakdowns, you know, if someone capsizes, what new components. So I think it's just going to bring a whole new level um, to the, the people that follow the sport um, and just sort of fill that gap between the, the regattas. Dan, you know, a lot of this obviously is designed around cutting costs. Does that mean um, the possibility of more syndicates being involved through and more genuine challenges being involved? I think what we had three last time. Are you expecting more because of these measures? It's, it's certainly the hope, yeah. Um, I mean, entry is open in a couple of weeks, so we'll find out over the next um, few months. Um, we, we've definitely got interest from more teams so far um, and hopefully they turn into to reality um, and, and cost cutting is, is a big part of what we tried to do this time round so hopefully that will um, open the door to more teams.
how long does it take to build a boat, uh, bearing in mind uh, 2024 is, is race time? Yeah, it, it will take us uh, the best part of a year, probably around 10, 11 months. Um, they are really complex machines, so um, at least sort of seven eight months um, actually building the structure of the composite hull, um, laying down the carbon fibre um, and the, the honeycomb core, and then um, a couple of months of fit out of all the hydraulic and electrical systems. So, yeah, we're, we'll be racing um, mid-24, most likely. So we'll be um, getting into the build of our boat at the beginning of 2023. Oh, exciting times, Dan. Uh, we wish you all the best with that. Thanks for updating us on those new protocols. As always, a bit of a guessing game around the America's Cup. So you've helped us out, helped us out this morning. Thanks for that. Uh, thanks so much. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Dan Bernasconi there, who is uh, the head man, the head of design for Team New Zealand. And now that he knows what he's got to build, uh, they can go ahead and start building it, I'm sure. And uh, they'll do it with uh, uh, great skill, as they always do. That's uh, one of our great advantages. We, we seem to be, uh, at the moment anyway, just a little bit ahead of everyone else because of, of our design.